to Market Like a Badass, a podcast created by women for women. On today's episode, you'll be hearing directly from me, Kristen McFarland, on five different topics, including the most recent update regarding iOS 14 and the impacts on Facebook advertising, DIY marketing disasters, what to plan for in Q3 now that live events are back with a ferocity, email marketing trends in 2021, and three things that I've learned so far this year. Let's get started with iOS 14. What's the latest news on the iOS 14 update and the effect on advertising capabilities on Facebook? The iOS 14 update has created a lot of buzz in the news and a lot of friction between apps who want to track user activity and Apple, the so-called champions of privacy protection. The changes impacted the way marketers and business leaders can receive and access data from Facebook advertising using conversion events, such as the Facebook marketing pixel, with some delays taking up to three days for reporting. On top of iOS 14 changes causing Facebook advertisers to have less data to work with, the delay in receiving data impacts the ability to track and refine Facebook ads. And that ultimately impacts your revenue generating strategies online. So what next? Do you stay advertising on Facebook or do you diversify? The impact on ad targeting capacity has in fact made advertising on Facebook less effective, but Facebook still has a ton of data at its disposal and access to Android and other devices. So now is not the time to turn off Facebook ads. Instead, you should be putting in the work now to understand the changes, optimize your campaigns, and find out the new formula to success. An example I'll give you is store visits optimization seem to be fading away and less performative unless you're a big box retailer that can have someone working daily in Facebook ads. And Well, at the same time, there's a trend that in-app lead generation forms have great success and might be a better alternative to sending people to your website landing page. So it's really important to figure out what you need to turn off and on and optimize your campaign. Test new audiences while you can, especially before audience network on Facebook becomes unusable due to the iOS update. Targeting and remarketing is going to be a challenge. So again, test while you can and optimize constantly. Your goals for Facebook ads are to embrace creative content and test, test, test. You might need to broaden your remarketing audience and build new baselines for performance. Figure out what key metrics have changed, what you need to report on, And understand that reporting changes mean that you have to change the way you're actually measuring and optimizing campaign performance. If you need more tips on how to make adjustments for the new iOS update, listen back to episode number three for the nitty gritty tips and tricks or reach out to our team at info at sourcemarketinggroup.com for help. DIY disasters. Let's talk about DIY marketing. And don't worry, I've seen it all from a Fortune 200 cable operator who had sales reps in the field adding Starburst to their own printed flyers to my friend who built her own website only to have it hacked and crashed less than one year later. DIY seems appealing to those who are pinching pennies in their early years of business, but oftentimes 
DIY can prove to be a lot more expensive when something goes wrong and you have to pay a professional to fix it. It can also dilute your brand if messaging and aesthetics are inconsistent. So long story short, expertise matters and your time is money, honey. It makes me think of a saying, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Have you heard of jack of all trades, master of none? That means that you're working outside of your zone of genius, what you do best, and it'll take you longer to perform. Plus, are you a pro? at website production, optimizing email subject lines, and delivering content via email and social media? No, and we get it. You know, a post here or there or helping with a campaign, especially as a business owner, can be really fun. But leave the rest to the pros. The more time you spend trying to be an email marketer, a website developer, a copywriter, and a social media guru, the less time you spend being a badass in your role Don't be afraid to trust a professional and do it right the first time. Next, what to plan for in Q3 now that live events are back with a ferocity. Venues are slowly opening back up to full capacity. Yay! Events are going off without a hitch. People are ditching the masks for a vax. The times are changing, and it means huge impacts for those of us in the events industry. Businesses feel more comfortable greenlighting their next conference or mixer, which means that we can plan on creating safe and fun events to promote our products or services, whether it's at a hospitality booth, a networking mixer, an educational seminar, or something else. While live events are coming back with a ferocity, it's important to still plan thoroughly and have contingencies in place. I, for one, I'm energized to get back to -to face-to-face and feel connections with people again. Just don't forget to accommodate those who still want a live stream or virtual option. It will broaden your audience size and allow for more participation. Next up, email marketing trends in 2021. Email marketing is still one of the most effective marketing channels that a business can utilize. Your subscribers are your community, a captive audience who wants to engage with your brand. Knowing the trends will help you maximize your ROI and drive engagement for your audience. So here's four trends that I've identified in 2021. One is hyper-personalization. According to Instapage, personalized emails deliver six times higher transaction rates. Number two, artificial intelligence. AI is making email marketing more sophisticated. It can help predict campaign outcomes, write subject lines, and much more. Number three, user-generated content. This is when your users or customers create content or images, etc., that you can promote in your email newsletter to instill more trust into your products or services. And number four, send time and frequency optimization. Optimize your send frequency and times for when historical data shows that your audience is engaged. Leverage existing data to send the right message to the right audience at the right time. Next up, I want to talk about three things that I've learned this year. 
the three things that I've learned this year is, is first and foremost that AI is here to stay. The incorporation of artificial intelligence into your marketing, data, optimization, and more is crucial for competing and hyper-personalizing your lead generation campaigns. Another thing I've learned this year is that virtual events expand your audience and allow accessibility to your events. So they're here to stay, pandemic or not. And number three, the pandemic really changed digital marketing behavior for marketers and how, as marketers, we plan and develop campaigns long-term versus short-term. And for consumers, it really impacted purchase behaviors. Consumers look at social media platforms like TikTok for shoppable live streams that will change the digital experiences and purchase patterns that we've known in the past. That's it for this week's episode. It's really hard to believe that we are almost done with the first season of Market Like a Badass. This podcast was started by the Source Marketing Group in January of this year, and I'm so excited to see our audience grow. We will take a little time off this summer to recharge, but we will definitely be back in the fall. Until then, enjoy our next episode. We will feature an event guru and marketing badass, Laura Clark, who will talk about you know, white glove experiences at customer-facing events and how to leverage that in your marketing plan. Be sure to follow us on Apple or Spotify and go to marketlikeabadass.media for additional episodes on how to market like a badass. Talk to you soon.